This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you're listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. For the one in three epileptic that needs self-care to survive and thrive the hell and misfortune of uncontrolled seizures and no one having a solution on what to do, but everybody seems to have an opinion on what's best for you, even though they're not you. It's kind of frustrating. It's kind of difficult. It's kind of sad. It's lonely. And this whole this whole realm of being hopeless and lost and just struggling to figure out some answers and being passed around and told that this is the only way that things are ever done. And today pretty excited i thought we were gonna get a fridge we've been our fridge has been broke for over a week so um we've kind of been living without a fridge which is sucks and you know um the guy shows up told him what was up i was like hey the water turn the water off i said the line's gotta drain out still from this water line to the freezer and when he tried disconnecting it, he got water all over the place. And then he freaked out, reconnected it. I kept telling him I just needed to crump the hose real quick. He just needed to get out of my way. But he just kept freaking out. And then he ran out of the house saying he wasn't going to take the fridge, even though that was the whole point of being sent over, was to help take the fridge apart to get it out and not have to make me do it. But, no, this guy just decided he didn't want to do his job and started freaking out. And it didn't matter about every solution I had for him. He just kept making it worse. I don't understand. It really didn't. It was really easy. You just crump the hose. The water stops. You hook it up to the new refrigerator unit. And you uncrump the hose and the water starts back up. I mean, it's really just that easy and because he didn't want to deal with his doing his job he clearly wasn't trained in how it works when you disconnect the hose from you know a water source that there's gonna be some leakage even if it's shut off it still leaks some water and then when you make a mess on the floor you don't jump up take a picture of it and start freaking out because that was pretty much what he did. It was like he made a giant mess. And then because he didn't want to be responsible for the mess, even though we were like, hey, dude, just let the water go in this you know, pan, this bucket we got for you. It's a whole lot easier. But no, people have to do things the way that they always do them. And if they always do them wrong, they're always going to do them wrong. So I told this guy he needed to call his supervisor, and he did, but he didn't want to let me talk to the supervisor. He just basically decided that this 98-year-old man that we helped take care of, and myself, disabled veteran that's epileptic, trying to take care of this fridge, and, you know, struggling Ina, trying to take care of all of us as we're, like, just trying to make it through the day, and this guy decided he didn't want to do his job, and it was better to just be... Paid in a butt. And, of course, I lost it. And I told him he was, you know, an a-hole and never come back. Because 
I would rather not deal with a company that's going to send over incompetent man-children that don't know how to overreact about problems that aren't really a problem when all I did was continually prevent, present solutions to helping us get the refrigerator removed and the new one brought in. But no, that's just kind of the world. You got to deal with a bunch of people who are emotionally unstable that are completely irresponsible for everything they do and say. And the moment they mess up, they have to freak out and make it your fault. So that they don't have to facilitate or follow through with what they're supposed to do. I'm just way too used to horrible, incompetent people. They're just like this. I mean, he could have just as easily been one of my relatives. I mean, seriously. Um, I come for a very long line of narcissistic People that lack the responsibility for anything that they do or say. And that most of the time, they will make these huge problems and then expect everybody else to bend over backwards to make them feel like the problem that they just caused wasn't their fault. When it really was. And no matter what you do to talk to people about how they can change and evolve and become a better person if all they can do is blame everyone else around them for whatever it is the problems that they're causing life will never get better and in fact you're gonna find yourself miserable for quite a while it's a little hard to be in a state of happiness and joy when all you're doing is spreading misery and making everybody else unhappy because you won't address the fact that you need better understanding of how to do things. I mean, we all do. I mean, plenty of times I have failed. I mean, you've, I hope you've never failed, but I'm pretty sure you guys have probably all failed too. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to admit that, like, we make mistakes and some of these mistakes really, really hurt and they're hard to come back from. And, you know, some of the best things you can do is work on a plan so that next time you're going to come up with a mistake like this or whatever, you know what else to do. So I, for my plan, since we're not getting a fridge, I tore everything apart myself. It's actually out on the driveway. I'm just sitting there till Saturday when they decide that we're good enough to fit back into the schedule after they already bumped us from last saturday to this tuesday but so far they're not going to send that other guy back which is wonderful because actually ian and i really 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 want to call corporate and complain about this whole process of this guy overreacting about not knowing how to do his job and then telling us he wasn't gonna complete the job and he was only gonna do it part way and then making it all my fault because I think he's an a-hole because he doesn't know how to stop making a problem when there's nothing but solutions being presented to him. So, I mean, I understand that we don't always want to hear what somebody else wants to say, but if you're in a customer service 
you really should be helping to make sure that the people that you're serving are getting the results that they want, they need, they paid for. I mean, it's important. I mean, some people are really dependent on you know, that 20, 40, 80, 100 bucks, like whatever it is that's going on in life. I mean, you got to go get Starbucks every day, and that's definitely way more important than rent. I mean, wait. Um, that's really not the way it's supposed to work, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, some people just decide that instead of being responsible and budgeting and whatever, they're just going to do whatever makes them feel good, which is usually spend money they don't have and then feel bad later because they don't have the money they need to pay their bills and whatever, gas, whatever. I've watched people do this all the time. And the same thing happens around... Christmas time, all the time, people go out and buy all these presents and run up their credit cards, and then they spend the rest of the year just trying to pay off these credit cards, and they do it all over again, and they're never out of debt, just in the whole name of, like, they got to save face and look good and whatever, so most holidays are supposed to be about giving, having fun, spending time with people you love, not about taking, you know, yeah, the whole gift uh, aspect of giving, somebody has to take. But at the same time, it's not take, it's receive. And there's a very big difference when you receive a gift versus you take a gift. So I like to offer gifts to everybody. And tomorrow, we're still doing our free live webinar at 2.30. It's going to be over on the Facebook page, Discovering Health and Wellness. I was hoping to set it up on mastermind.com, but sadly, they're just using Chrome right now, and I don't want to force everybody to download Chrome so that they can join me on a live service that I can't seem to make work from my i from my Mac, because it's Chrome browser, so I have to go to Facebook. So hopefully soon, I'll figure out how to either do... A, a larger Zoom group, if I can afford that, since I'm paying for everything without an income. And let's see. Otherwise, I might just have to stick it to... I got an Amazon group. I can do this about 100 people. Um hoping to find some help to figure out how to get it all going. But we're going to move forward. We're going to do the best we can because imperfect action is better than no action at all. And... You can at least sit down and talk about and figure out what everybody needs. You know, because honestly, I know what I went through and I know everybody's journey is different. And I can't say that mine is worse or better or that yours is worse or better. I can only say that we all have experiences. And from these experiences, we can either make it something that we get better from or something we get bitter from. I mean, it all comes down to how we store our experiences, how we process them, how we take them into being part of us. And oftentimes, if you're going through hard, rough times and you don't feel like there's anybody there for you, you definitely start feeling bitter and remorse. You know, there's start feeling hopeless and lost and all these ways that you just don't have words for and you know, your value's missing, and it's really, you miss doing things, and you gotta understand that, 
even though you're not doing everything that you used to or you want to, you know, whether it's your epilepsy, your health, or the COVID lockdown, or anything, your value does not depend on what you can and can't do. You are valuable just by existing. Life itself is precious. If you have done any research on the universe and they talk about our quote-unquote so-called life, there is very limited organic life all over the universe. It's just what it is. There's life, but, you know, if you can get outside the organic concept of, you know, life, then, you know, you understand just that things are a lot more alive you know the process of just energy the sun just makes you feel alive being at the beach can make you feel alive these different energies that just kind of pulse that you know talk to us step deep into our souls to help our brain find peace and calm one of my favorite things has always been to just kind of go to the beach feel the sand to your toes and and you know, just go for a nice long stroll and enjoy the air, the waves hitting the water. It's so nice and relaxing. I don't know. I haven't been able to do that for a while, but it's definitely something that I do in my head when I get a chance. Even though the beach is only, I don't know, it's a couple miles away for the pier, but you know we don't get out of the house much, and I don't drive. So since I don't drive, um, unless I really have to then, you know, I don't really go to the beach. So I go to the beach in my head. And you can go to the beach in your head too anytime you want. It's one of these nice ways to help relax and de-stress and deal with your problems is actually guided meditation. And it's something you can do yourself as you just work on discovering whatever happy place, somewhere, your future, somewhere you want to be, and you imagine this place, and you start envisioning what it would be like to be the best version of yourself. And then as you do this, you'll start working on discovering how to start making this reality. Because if you can't think of it, it can't be possible, because we are quite limited by our own imagination, by our own experiences, and by our own understanding of other people's experiences, because it is possible to live vicariously through other people. But at the same time, you're never going to have the same experience watching somebody as you do being somebody. So I'd like to challenge you all to be somebody. Be somebody that cares about yourself. Be somebody that takes care of yourself and your health and your wealth and your family and your friends and just make sure that you're working towards a community and a life that you can truly appreciate because when you're stuck alone when you're feeling forgotten when you know a bunch of people and they don't know what's going on with you but you know if you just had one person reach out to you make your day and it's frustrating, it's sad, it sucks being so alone and so many people around at the same time. But, my friends, you're not alone. There's a lot of us, we all feel this way. And it's okay to have feelings, it's okay to be frustrated. Heck, you should be. And the way that things go, 
If you don't get frustrated about the fact that you're not getting the care you deserve and you don't start taking steps towards living a better life, this is all it's going to be. Nothing will get better and you'll just have to keep doing this until you can't. But if you can find a way to start enjoying yourself, address your triggers, eat good food, go to bed on time, stop pushing yourself unless you're monitoring why you're pushing yourself for the benefit of your actual brain and health. Give yourself breaks. Plan plenty of time for you to do stuff. And don't expect that you can do everything in a day. We often overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what we can do in a year. So if you work on yourself, you go really far. The whole process begins with one step after another. You can't get anywhere unless you start. You really, really need to start. You really need to find your reason why you want to survive and get out of hell. And don't blame everyone else around you. Don't blame yourself. Epilepsy sucks. It's nobody's fault. And the whole process sucks for everybody trying to learn Not just to be an epileptic, but how to help an epileptic. So make sure you give yourself a lot of love. Give yourself and your family and your friends a little patience. And do your best to explain what's going on. Write it down. Document it. It really, really helps if you can find a way. I know it's hard if you've got reading epilepsy or photosensitivity to be documenting a lot of stuff. But it's really important to be able to doing little marks, even if it doesn't have to be a giant, giant journal of like what you went through for the day. If you can just mark if you had a seizure and how your energy level is, like whether you can focus, just a few things and measure it on a one to ten scale every day. And you start paying attention to what it is that causes your seizures, what triggers you. And as you work on this, You can stop having seizures all day. And when you do have a seizure, you won't be in bed for four hours or 12 hours or a month or whatever the hell is for that time. Because honestly, sometimes it went on forever. Unfortunately, when you work on yourself, it doesn't have to be that way. And I find that every day. And I hope you do too. That when you work on yourself... When you realize how important you are and you start acting like it, life gets a lot better. And I hope you all enjoy yourself. I'm going to check out for the moment. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully you guys can join me at the live webinar. If not, we'll be working on trying to slide a little bit more on here because I didn't get around to secret number three yet. But maybe tomorrow will be a good time to unleash it. So we'll talk to you soon. Wherever you are, enjoy your evening, afternoon, morning. Love you all. Be well, and we'll talk soon.